This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Cross country cheers! Yay! I feel like this is the first time we've done an episode that's just the two of us in a really long time. I know. This episode of 51 First Dates. Oh, yeah. Oops, I'm sorry. I literally forget every time. (laughs) Uh, But this is 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And I'm a stickler for No, for like (laughs) telling people what they're listening to. Like if you're you're just on your Spotify and this popped up in your ear after you were listening to Pod Save America or something, that's who we are. That's who we are. And I like that algorithm if that's happening. Yeah, for real, right? (laughs) I was thinking more like they subscribe to both. Oh, yeah. I don't think think we have a huge crossover episode. Crossover, um, audience crossover. Oh, my God. I can't even talk. Uh, But hi, everybody. We're happy you're here. We're thankful for you. It's after Thanksgiving. We missed it. We missed Thanksgiving, but hopefully you didn't, and hopefully you ate a lot, and hopefully you drank if you wanted to. Drank a medium, an appropriate amount for whoever you were spending Thanksgiving with. That's a good point. So can I say, tell you what I'm drinking right now? Yeah, please. The very baby end of the Clasa Azul, that lovely date number th- 13, uh, bought me for my birthday. Oh. So it is that fancy, fancy tequila that comes in the ceramic blue and white bottle that I was passing out because I'm a monster. Because it's very nice. And I was giving everyone shots of it on my birthday. And this was the very end. So oh, nice. he doesn't listen, but if he does, oh, thank you. No, I no, that's nice. You're enjoying it. It's Monday night, whatever. I know. I just felt badly that I passed it out to everyone late night. I was like, yeah, shots, shots. I mean, shots. it was your birthday present. I don't think he minded. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say so. Yeah, he can't mind. It's mine. Yeah, it's a present. <laughs> now I want a drink. I don't know why I didn't make one. You can. <laughs> can I? Should we pause for a second? Yeah, but I am like, hang on. Wait, really? Wait, is that annoying? Do you want to make one while I tell them what this podcast is about? Yes. Do that. Okay. Wait, let's race. You go. I'm going to okay. see. I'm going to make a whiskey on the rocks with a splash of soda. And mm. if I can get back by the time you're done, then you win. You're also going to hear Jeff be like, what are you doing? I thought I was sequestered. Okay. <laughs> ready? Okay. Three, two, yeah, one. I'm ready. Go. So if you're just joining us listeners, you're probably wondering why this podcast is called 51 First Dates and why I just mentioned someone named Date 13. Um, So once upon a time, Liza and I, BFFs, business partners, partners in crime, because yeah, we, uh, we started this podcast as a way to talk about dating and also to get me out of my shell in terms of like actually going on dates rather than just complaining about dating. So pretty much um, I started going on dates about one a week. We riffed on the Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore movie. We don't know why, but basically I went on 32 of 51 dates. 
uh, met my current boyfriend at date 13 and uh, kind of did not commit, obviously, for a little bit of time. He's still my boyfriend. We are long distance, which is tough because I'm at UCLA for grad school now. Liza's in New York. She's making a whiskey soda. But if you're just joining, um, you can go back and start at the beginning. I suppose I spoiled things I'm for back. you. Oh, my, my God. I was not even done. I was doing it long-winded. Okay. But I was just about to tell them, like, if they don't want to go back, too, they can just join us because we're going to talk about all things dating. And especially today. Today is like, where's your drink? It's right here. Oh, God. <laughs> that was so, so accusatory. I couldn't see it. I, I just, wanted you to have one. I just made up that I was going to get a drink in the other room. This is all an elaborate ruse. See, my trust here. issues continue. I'm holding to... the, the ice to the microphone so that everyone listens no, I see trust it. me I too. I now. Mm. I told any new listeners, of which we probably have three, um, no, just kidding. It's been growing and it's been awesome, but that we were cross country. So they'll understand why I just accused you. And <laughs> you were like, where is it? Where um, this is nice. I finished a nice bottle of whiskey that I've had sitting above my fridge for like two years. And I've just finished a nice bottle of tequila. I've had wow. sitting above my fridge this for feels about very momentous. Giving thanks for our, our liquor cabinets. For liquor, I'm very thankful for Liza, though, too. I'm very thankful for you. Oh, I'm very Liza, thankful for you. Liza, for many, many reasons. Liza just came out for my birthday and was the most game of anyone. And because of all the hard work you've put in to taking care of this stuff while I've been starting school and yeah, oh, I just I'm really very appreciate. thankful for you and for our partnership and friendship. And <laughs> do you hate that I started this? No, not at all. Are you kidding? I'm the most fucking feelingsy motherfucker in the world. Um, no, I'm incredibly grateful for you and for everything that we do together. Me too, and I'm so glad it's been able to continue even with my my foray into business school and figuring out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. For sure. Um, I mean, it's nice for me too. While I'm editing, I mean, actually, the stuff I'm editing right now is fun but usually i'm not edit- editing anything super fun so it's also nice for me yeah, can we tell the people what you're working on i feel like it's very exciting i think i may have signed an nda okay we won't but, I'll but like share one you- day what one day we can tell them yeah i mean it's it's not like it's not like anything i feel like we, now it's already overhyped it's not even it's not like cool fresh new innovative content it's just something that is like will make everyone be like oh um, but, uh, when the, some of the videos I edit, uh, come out, I'll post them in the secret Facebook group, which is such <gasps> a great reason to join the secret Facebook group. Join the secret Facebook group. You know what, Liza, I can think of another reason they should join the secret Facebook group. Why is that? Because what is today's episode in honor of the holidays and the fact that like, I don't know. Today is a turkey f- female bag. I didn't think of a pun quickly yeah, enough. Is, it's a female what, bag. What's a female turkey a, a turkey? Turquette. I don't know. A turquette bag. Oh my god, that sounds bag. vile. <laughs> so if you All are right. a new listener and you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, we started doing instead of mailbag episodes where we answer listener questions, we called it female bag. Cause like it's a horrible pun. And uh, now we're trying to think of a Thanksgiving themed one, even though Thanksgiving is over. It's not over for us right now. We're recording the Monday before Thanksgiving. You're listening to this after Thanksgiving. If you stuck with me on that, then you're a fucking champion. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. I'm just thinking about how I'm like five pounds lighter than I will be when the people hear this. Fuck yeah, Thanksgiving. Maybe we should just title this Fuck Fuck yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Basically, 
Um, yeah. Anyway, today we're doing a series mailbag. of mailbags. We're going to answer questions. We're going to respond to thoughts. We may read a worst first, depending on timing. Who knows? Yes. We're going to pull some some lively discussions from the secret Facebook group. Um, kind of back to our bread and butter of dating things, right? Yeah. Because you know what I didn't even, my, in my long-winded explanation of this podcast, I did not even get to talking about how Kenny took over. So we have a new dater who took over for me. He's not on this podcast, but he's my brother because he's a champion. Like, he's the <laughs> like best. That is his forever gift to me. Um we also have new daters coming because I know that some of our listeners tuned in for some female dating perspectives. We have a male brought in. We want to diversify our dating perspectives even more. We're working on it. We promise. <sighs> but and if um, you also like on in that on that note, if you have, we're really looking to get like a um, yeah, like we said, some diverse perspectives, like someone who's LGBTQIA plus, somebody who has like a very unique situation in terms of like how they're dating, why they're dating. On mm-hmm. anything. It's very open to interpretation, but we really want to bring you guys somebody who you'll be um, really excited to hear from every week. Uh, and we – should we roll right into oh it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had a a, a second new dater lined up. Um, we will call her – let's call her uh, – uh, what's, what's the dream name you've always wanted to name your, your dog or cat or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm really bad at coming up with fake with fake names. Let's call her Genevieve because that's not a real name. Although we know someone named Genevieve. We know Genevieve. we're not talking about Genevieve. We'll call her Genevieve because it's so clearly a fake name, except for the one Genevieve we know. And any Genevieve's listening. If your name's Genevieve, yeah. hit us up. Um at us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely at us. Tear us apart. Um so Genevieve was gonna be our next dater. And we're really excited to hear from her uh, because she is out there in the dating world as an asexual lady. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that's really unique and, and we didn't know anything about that. thought it was really cool. Uh, we had an awesome chat with her and she's going to be our new dater. And then we got this email from her this week, which, Kimmy, do you want to read it since I'm talking? I'll so totally much? read it. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, first, like, she was, we, like, had phone calls. We, like, I just want the listeners to know we weren't, weren't lying to the crew. Um... We were talking about, you know, I'm just trying to find it. I'm sorry if I'm sounding distracted. Um, talking about how excited we were about our new dater. But then um, also, very sadly, her uh, grandmother passed away. So that was our first delay. And then also, um, sorry, because now I'm typing Genevieve. Okay, yep, found it. <laughs> um, we got this email with the, the subject line update because we definitely wanted to just give um, Genevieve her time. And then this is like the sweetest email. And I also just think it's worth listening to. Um, because I think it will be relatable and I personally can relate to part of it. Uh, hi, Kimmy and Liza. I'm really sorry about the tardy update. Wanted to make sure things were certain before I sent this. I'd like to thank you both for being so supportive and understanding after I couldn't make the recording date because I needed to be in Canada after my grandma's passing. I'd also like to thank you for chatting with me and planning to have me on the pod. 51 First Dates was one of the first podcasts I started listening to ever and remains one of my favorites. The funny thing is, on the very first date I went on with the intent of discussing it on the pod, I met the guy whom I'm now dating exclusively. A little bit after I got back from Canada, we both decided to put a label on the situation. I had some doubts, mostly because of past experiences, that made me question whether this would last very long, which made me delay a bit in reaching out to you guys. I was scared to say, hi, I'm exclusive now, and have it fall through shortly after when I had been really excited about being a guest dater for the pod. The doubt, fear is still there, but I want to let you guys know anyway that I'm not going to plan on 
going on any more first dates for the time being. So I unfortunately can no longer be a guest dater. Yay, congrats for you though. Um, I'm sorry for any inconvenience that, that this caused. It didn't. Um, I want to thank you both for your time, taking your time and talking to me and planning to have me on. It's so ironic that after a string of first dates inspired by the pod, the first date I went on specifically for the pod was one where I met a really cool guy I'm now dating exclusively. I don't think I would have ever met him if it hadn't been for you guys because the goal of going on first dates for the pod made me a lot more responsive and open on the apps than I ever otherwise would have been. Thanks so much to you both for making such an awesome and inspirational podcast. Flower emoji. Aww. Thank it's you so, so much, Genevieve. Not your real name. Um, like obviously all we are is like so happy for for her and uh you know of course like uh it's the best thing ever to find someone you connect with that's all we want in this pod so um we're really psyched but also like just a little bit selfishly like i not selfishly but like self back patty i'm just like yo bringing people together (laughs) not that it had anything to do with us is yeah. it weird that I'm it, taking 2% credit? <laughs> no, I'm too. Well, she gave us 2% credit. That's true. Literally so, just 2%. 1% for me and 1% for you. And 98% for each. Genevieve. We're both the 1%. Finally, I made it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck business school. Um, but I want to, okay, I just, because I do want to give us a little credit because only because like it's so weird after dating people. Well, I guess I wasn't doing it as intentionally, but like I'm finally in a relationship where like everything feels how it's supposed to. Like I just thought I would never be in a relationship, plain and simple. Yeah. I just thought that was going to be me. And then the podcast, like, fucking did the fucking trick. It's, like, something about the energy, even if it's one date. It's something about, like, it. it's – she – the first date she went on for the pod, she was already going on dates. So probably already thinking about things differently. No credit to us. But then, like, there's something about, like – it almost makes you not want to, like, ugh, get too caught up in something. And I don't know if she felt this way because you have this other thing you want to keep going on dates for. So yeah. you can be really sure. I don't know. I, well, I, like, I think it's something too with like, when you go out into the world, I'm about to sound so fucking crunchy, crystals, feelings, blah, blah, blah. But I think when you like, the, I think the energy you put out, it's not even crunchy though. Because it's not, you know, it's not some magical, mystical reason. I just think that like, when you are hitting the bricks being like great dating i'm doing this it's for a purpose i'm about something like other people you've got like a you've got like a vibe that other people pick up on like there have been studies about like the whole fake it till you make it kind of Mm -hmm. concept where they have different people with different levels of experience like go in and like teach a class or something and the really experienced people can teach it easily and the not experienced people they're just like just pretend you're the most experienced person and the people taking the class like can't tell the difference like it's really like fake it till you make it like actually does kind of work and I feel like it's the same thing here of like I'm dating I'm I'm taking dating seriously I'm making dating a priority and people feel that confidence yep I want to and I want to say to skeptics I'm just thinking of myself being Though, because I believe in faking it till you make it more than anything, but it's hard to do. For sure. If you're a skeptic and you're a lady who's felt like, you know, some gender inequity at work and just, or seen how men, the greatest men, can just sometimes have more effortless confidence in like work situations because they've always been, it's like that kind of thing. If you're just always told, like if it's just the norm for you, you're going to have that thing. And that's what I think going on more dates, if you want to, can actually do for you. Yeah, it's like you're just throwing yourself into an, a pool and, like, you will learn to swim. 
I know that, like, in real mm-hmm. life, if you throw yourself into a pool and you can't swim, that's a bad idea. But just metaphorically speaking. Yeah, you know. Like, don't jump in into a, a pool if you can't version. swim in life. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Oh, please God. Don't. Please don't. Um, um, unless you have a life vest on. Wow. And the life vest is this podcast. No. <laughs> uh, for the dating Look at pool. us fucking no. dispensing <laughs> wisdom. Oh, my God. Well, I just think, I want to start this in New Year. I feel like it didn't get enough traction. I'm going to, like... Be more vocal about it. I think it would be fun to have like a group in tandem with like a live event maybe where it could culminate, like a group um, dating project of going on five dates Mm -hmm. in a month. Yeah. Like January. Totally. Commit to it and just see how it, you know, and maybe get some listeners. such a good date, a good time to do it. Yeah. I also want to say, I hope we have listeners who are also in relationships but still listening. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Who maybe started off in like the frustrated single zone, but don't because again, I want to be clear if you're new, we don't Liza and I force first and forced and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost. I can't say anything. God, we should tell them about um 30 farty and dying. Oh my god, can we please wait? Finish this first thought because I feel like it's gonna be good, and then we'll tell them about 30 farty and dying. Yeah, because I'm basically jumbling all my words. Um Oh, yes, we do not think that one must be or should aim for a relationship or what the fuck ever. But I think we're just all about shaking up habits. So we hope, I hope that people are still listening who have maybe like entered relationships and I want to make it more relatable for you guys as well. So, or you ladies and men. So tell us what, how we do that. But also, um, I just think it's important to shake it up. So everyone who's looking to shake it up, maybe we can actually make that plan in December Maybe we can do it. Maybe we can associate it with the final Patreon we finally have when I have time to do it with a dating guide. We have so many things coming. So many things. But anyway, if you're interested in the five, us holding you accountable for five dates in one month, please let us know. Yes. Yeah. In the secret Facebook group, maybe. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but DM us. Speaking of – oh, wait. Not speaking of which. doesn't have anything to do with that. Um. Okay. So 30 and 40 and <laughs> dying <laughs> – is all right so it was like the sunday after kimmy's birthday and we're all like hungover and whatever and we're trying to think of a good caption for her birthday instagram and one of the bright ideas was to riff on the 13 going on 30 line 30 and flirty and thriving like if you guys have ever seen the like film to cinema 13 going on 30 (laughs) her like mantra to herself is like 30 and flirty and thriving so we were trying to riff on that and we as a group came up with 30 and farty and dying because we were like (laughs) so hungover we were like eating bar food and it was like a just shit mess disaster um but kimmy kimmy wouldn't post it she's too classy (laughs) you you know instead i went with 30. Thanks for coming out, you pumpkin ass bitches. So really, I don't think it was an improvement. I can't stop talking about pumpkin bitches. Pumpkin bitches. Like, I just like, ugh, classless. 30 classless and uh, to just go back one second, even if you haven't seen that movie, I'm sure you've seen 30 flirty and thriving on someone's Instagram post unless you're 21 and you don't have old grandma friends yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone, like, I didn't even, like, remember that it was from that movie. Like, I do, but, like... I mean, I only remember us from that movie because of my, like, weird obsession with Jennifer Garner when I was in high school and college. Well, I loved Alias, so I basically was like, Jennifer Garner's in something? Like, sign me up. It was really, I was like a, (laughs) it was a lot. I like that. I think she's a good one to love, though. 
I'm I think she's it. great. I want to watch Camping at some point. I heard it's like not amazing, but I feel like oh, I yeah. remembered. Forgot she was in that. Fuck, I've heard it's not amazing too. Bridget Everett's um, in it though, and Bridget Everett is like my kind of Shiro right now. If you guys don't yeah, know I, Bridget Everett, you got to go look her up. She's this weird ass comic, and I love her more than anything. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's why you guys come here just to hear us talk. That's why you come here. You come here to listen to us chat, chat, chat. Um, all right, let's read. Let's read something related to dating. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> What should we read first? Let me read. I'll read this email. I'm going to read. Okay. Here's a question. Hi, hi, Liz and Kimmy. Uh, Okay. So I told you guys before when I sent my bad first date story, but I live out in eastern Washington in an area composed of two small college towns separated by eight miles of farmland. So, as you can imagine, dating here is really tough, especially if you're under, if you're around, uh, oh, sorry, if you're over 22. She used, like, the math symbol, you know, like, greater than, less greater than. Greater than or less than. And I just, it, I just couldn't figure out which one it was. Greater than 22. I'm 25, she says. So, there's a small oh, pool. I was like, Liza, no, I'm not. not 25. <laughs> so, there's a small pool, and mostly you have to meet people on apps. Last year, I went out with... Um, about 21 guys and still didn't find one I super liked. So this year I tried the alone thing as a change of pace. I've gone out with a guy here or there for a month or so, but still the same thing. A few weeks ago, I met this really cool guy in the wild. Wherever we go, whenever, uh, whenever we go out, we have good chemistry. He's very affectionate and he seems to really like me. My problem is even though in person he seems super interested, I don't hear from him unless I initiate things. Even then it's like pulling teeth to get him to make a plan to hang out. But when we do hang out, he's excited to see me. He even talks about what we're doing for the next four dates or so. So confusing. I've mentioned to him playfully that this texting, his texting could use work, and he agreed and promised to try harder. But that was four days ago, and he hasn't texted me since. This isn't unusual, but irritating. Am I being ghosted? It just doesn't feel like ghosting I've experienced before. I'm just so busy all the time, and I don't want to do all the work here. Should I give up? Um, from confused and loyal member of the pod on the Palouse. Like. I have so many thoughts, the first of which is when you said in the wild, because I knew we were in eastern Washington, I was picturing in the woods. I, that um, was my first thought, too, was like, on a yeah. hike? No. Yeah. On a hike in the wild? Oh, my God, it's so Pacific it's so Northwest. So cute. Um, so cute. I think this is a great question. Um, can I give my take, and then I want your take? Please. My first, it's not a take. I don't have, like, I just relate to it. I guess there is a take, but I don't have any great advice. It's like, it sounds like, listener... You don't love what's happening now, and you'll at least feel like it's easier or at least be happy with generally how things are going if it's the right thing for you is kind of how I feel. Like you, there's something, it has literally nothing to do with you. He could just be the worst texter, but it sounds like you don't like that he's the worst texter, so that is tricky. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I agree with you, and... I think, like, um, it might be, if you like him, like, it seems like you like him and you feel like there's good chemistry and it's just this thing that's sticking out. I feel like you kind of have nothing to lose by saying, like, hey, like, I like you, but I'm kind of not sure if you like me because you don't, like, you know, reach out, really. I feel like I'm initiating plans, so... It's fine if you're not into this, but just, like, let me know because Mm -hmm. I don't want to waste my time or your time. And, like, 
I feel like the only way to respond to radical honesty is like radical honesty. I mean, not not always, but I feel like you kind of catch people off guard when you're just like honest and non-accusatory and like, well, hey, this this is how I feel. It's also so um, empowering, not that I've ever done it, because in most situations, I didn't fucking do that, and then spent way too much time, and I'm not saying, listener, that you're in the same situation I was in. Like, in these in-between things, or, like, moments, I, so two thoughts. Like, I think I fully agree with Liza. Like, it can just be so empowering to just say it or check in. Like, I never did that in big things, but I did it in, like, after two dates, I remember early in this podcast when I wouldn't hear from people, like, it felt really good to just fucking know. And then you realize a little bit, like, oh, was I that invested in it? Or did I just have this curiosity factor of wanting to know? Because that's the other thing I think you should ask yourself is, like, do I – how do I actually feel about him? Or is there some intrigue – and I may, I'm totally projecting – but is there some intrigue and, in like, it feels like it's a challenge or a thing to yeah. win at? Um, not that – I think you're that's that's just something I used to do. Yeah. And I think that well, I think it also just can feel like I feel like I've been in your position before where like when I like someone, it feels higher stakes. So the like the time between texts feels more like all of those things become kind of like more acute, like you feel them a little bit more. Um and yeah, I mean I think the only way to take the power back not that that's what it's about i don't know i'm not saying no i'm not can i have a go ahead no no no, i want you to finish just i think that you will earn like i think oprah always says we teach people (laughs) no for real i love oprah like this is where i'm like i'm not 30 i'm 45 but (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, 65. I don't even know. Um, But Oprah always says, like, we teach people how to treat us. And people teach us how to treat them. And I think what you can teach this guy is that, like, you're cool. You're honest. And you're not going to, like, be hanging around, like, waiting for, like, um, whatever he's willing to kind of give to you. And, like, I think the way to do that is by kind of leveling with him and be like, just let me know. Like... If uh, I'm, like, misreading this because I feel like we have a really good time, but then I just kind of, like, don't quite feel like you're maybe, like, trying to hang out as much as I am or, like, let me know. Yeah, and you can be direct with it, too. I think so anecdotally from my life, but Date 13, in fact, had a moment like that with me because while he knew about the podcast, he was, like, I remember he got back from a trip and, like, was a little bit cagey and stayed at my apartment and was, like, very not touchy-feely. And I was like, oh, maybe he met some girl when he was away. That was my first thought. And the next morning he was just like, I have anxiety about this. I can't do this, like, without knowing what we're doing. Because you have, like, a fucking podcast and you're publicly going on dates all the time. And, like, I, like, I don't know. It really, it, like, called me out of my bullshit. Yeah. You know? Like, and I think so often I wish I would have, like, it's not an ultimatum if you phrase it the right way. And it doesn't even sound like this listener necessarily wants to be like, are you in or are you out? You're just kind of like, I don't like worrying about this so much in my busy life. Totally. Like, well, I like, just want to know. I mean, also, I mean, and I, I'm sure I've told the story again because I only have like six stories that I just recycle. But 
it's the same thing happened to me when I was first dating Jeff, where basically, mm-hmm. like, I was playing a little bit hard to get, and I was kind of, like, I liked him a lot. Like, I knew I liked him a lot, but I was just being a little bit, like, what I thought was cool. Like, I was not texting first. I was take, I was waiting, like, four or five hours to respond to texts. Like, I was just trying to be, like, I want to make him come to me or whatever. And I'm oh, not yeah. saying that's what this guy is doing. I don't think it probably isn't because I think it is a little bit gendered and a little bit like female specific. But um, he like called me one night and that was like we had been like kind of dating, hooking up, whatever, like, for, for like less than a month. And he called me on the phone. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, why is he calling me? Whatever. But check the phone across the room. <laughs> yeah. And like I didn't pick up because I was like, oh, my God. No. And he left message. And he was like, hey, just like want to talk, like, see what's up. Like, I had kind of a weird day. I wanted to, like, tell you about it, see how your day was. Like, give me a call if you feel like it. Very, like, casual message. And I talked to him for a while about his weird day and my day, whatever. And towards the end of the phone call, he was like, hey, like, you know, I don't want to be weird, but, like, uh, I kind of, I really like you a lot. And, you know, I think we have a good time together. And But I kind of feel like I'm always reaching out to you. And um, I'm just not sure if maybe this isn't as recipro- reciprocal as I thought it was. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to like ask and I was like so caught off guard. But it was like, I literally, because I was so caught off guard, I was like, oh no, it is. Sorry. I've been like being a little bit distant because I have always been told you should like be a little be distant. distant. I don't know. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. Like, the patriarchy. I don't know. But no, no, no. I think that's, that can, it can go both ways. Yeah. And, I don't know. As the very worst, you're going to find out that, like, this guy isn't, doesn't meet you at your level of straightforwardness. But a concrete piece of advice, actually, that was all concrete, but, like, a, a, like, lower stakes one, if you're not ready to do that, it's, like, don't just, like, let it keep going on in this weird place if you're not happy with the way the communication is. Because, like, it's just going to bother you. I know it sucks. Like, it sounds like you've really put an effort out there, and it sounds like, Weirdly, it's reminding me of, like, being in this, like, 350-person MBA program with a lot of people already in relationships, um, but a couple people have started to pair off from our class. Oh, my gosh. And talking to some friends who aren't, like, pairing off and don't have time to date in L.A., it's, like, another small community where they're just like, oh, my God. Like, I understand that, like, you can feel like you've really tapped out on a little community. That might not be the perfect analogy, but it's just I'm, like, thinking about it more in terms of, like, yeah, I, that's hard. So I feel like, and I understand why, like, you want to hold on to someone who's cool. I say, yeah, be bold. Do do what Liza said. I mean, I just think it'll save you time, ultimately, and make you feel really, like, badass and empowered. And obviously, it's scary. I'm not saying, like, it's not. But anyway. Have a tequila. Yeah. Have to. Call him on the phone. I feel a little buzzed right now, which, I mean, I, I guess I didn't fully eat dinner, but... I ate chips for dinner. Oh, I, pulled, I pulled a Kimmy. I ate like a you, bunch of exactly a woman after my own art eating chips for dinner. But it was sad because the, the amount- end of the bag of chips, it was like the Trader Joe's makes these sweet potato tortilla chips that are so yummy and they're really thin, and they're just like oh. you can just eat so many of them. You probably have yeah. them at my house because I always have. Do them. Do they have the little seeds in them? No. Okay. The, yeah, they're really okay. yummy. I have, but them I just had the the bottom of a bag of chips for dinner. It was very sad. Um, but well, because of that, I'm think about me that, like after last weekend when, or, or two weekends ago, whatever it was now, when we were all here, there were so many leftover chips and I brought them all home with me. Oh my God. I had to yeah. throw them away because I was eating only chips for the week. Yeah. I'm starting to get like problems. 
Yeah. No, <laughs> in my I belly. Mean, they like work for every meal. <laughs> I know. I was just like, it's fine. I won't spend money. And then I was like, you cannot eat chips for no. one seven-day period of your life. You need to throw these away before this becomes a problem. No, I haven't been to the grocery store in like a month, and I've been living off of chips and string cheese from Dwayne Reed. It's really <laughs> depressing. Um, Sorry. Nope. I just left. Gross. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. Read another one. Should I? I'll read one. I'll read one, and then I want to get another drink when you uh, well, I talk. do something. Great. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read something, and I'm just going to pull it up right now. So while I'm pulling it up. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Okay, this is um, another one. Um, What are your thoughts about meeting the guy's friend on the second date? It wasn't something planned. He met some of his work friends at a rugby game, and we were discussing meeting up after the match, and he invited me to meet him in a pub he was at with friends. I ended up not going, felt uncomfortable, but really wanted your opinion. All right, so to recap, second date – Meeting the guy with his friends, um, it wasn't like a planned come on a date with my friends thing. It wasn't like a grouper. It was, it was yeah. like a fucking, like, I, this one is tricky because I like, all right, Liza, if I, if you were dating someone mm-hmm. and you went on a good first date with him and you guys were in touch, I'm assuming that's what happened if they were thinking about a second date. And then I wish I knew whether this guy had already asked her out on a second date or had not yet. But and just like texted you um, about coming to meet up with his friends. Okay, versus meeting up with just you after the rugby match. Fuck no, dude. No, I'm a hard no on this. I'm maybe I'm like a bitter old lady, but I just think it's awkward because like you're gonna be, you're not gonna know anyone except for him. You barely know him. Like, you're going to have to make all this conversation and meet all these new people when you don't really know the main person. Here are situations where I think it would be okay. Mm -hmm. If, say, that the guy you're dating is, like, a guy you've known for a while as a friend, maybe, and you just went on a first date with him, and then he was like, oh, come hang out, blah, 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 whatever. That's less awkward because you don't have to be like, so how many siblings do you have? Like, yeah, it's like there's like some kind of balance there or some kind of like there's like an established base there. Two is like if, say, on your first date, you were talking about how your favorite thing in the entire world is rugby. You love rugby more than anything in the world. Or like, say, like you're talking about a band that you love so much, blah, 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 whatever. Say he's like, oh, my gosh, like my friends got tickets to this concert or my like, I know maybe it's weird, like it's a group, but I know you just really like this band and like wanted to invite you. That would be super sweet and thoughtful. If it was, like, more about you, I just think a second date is, like, possibly more awkward than a first date, honestly. 
Because a mm-hmm. first date, there's a t- usually a lot to talk about because you don't know anything about this person. A second date, it's like you've both agreed there was something there and now you have to either like main- at least maintain the same level and like in an ideal world, escalate it. So right. like to me, a second date, in the same way, like to me, a second kiss is more stressful than a first kiss in Fuck ways. Because yeah. you're like, so I just think, look, third date, Maybe. Fourth date, sure, you know, but, like, a second date, like, nah. I don't know. To me. But also, I'm fucking a stodgy old lady, so I don't no, know. No, I think that, like, that's the right answer. So, at first I was, like, and then I, I think I actually, like, paused and read that terribly because I had to, like, look back when I was asking you, would you do this, Liza? Um, love a hypothetical. But, like, they were chatting about meeting up after the match. Again, I'm going on, like, uh, the writing of this, so it's not, you know. Okay. It's not. But, so I was first thinking, like, oh, well, then if they were just talking about hanging and he was with his friends and they were talking about after, then, oh, no big deal. But it is wild that it's a second date. No, he should, he or she or whoever you're dating, but it, it actually is not gendered. I think your second date should be a place where you're both comfortable, a place where you're both at the same status. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So, like, um, that's so a callback to, like, our acting days. Like, who has higher status in this scene? Like, you know? Oh, like, fucking exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, oh, like, even now sometimes when I'm, like, and I've, like, have, I'm friends with all of Jeff's friends. But even to this day, if he's, like, oh, do you want to come to this thing? It's, like, all these people. And I'm, like, oh, are none of their girlfriends going to be there? Like, who am I going to hang out with? Like, and I know that's dumb. I like all of actually genuinely like all his like boy friends. I enjoy hanging out with them. I have like good relationships with each of them individually. And I'm still like, but what about my like who am I gonna hang out? You know, like Because you read the Bernstein Bears No Boys Loud. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, this is so gendered. No, I am sorry. like so um, like genuinely close friends with some of his male friends. But No, I you get know it. it's just I get like it. sometimes in a group of friends. It's easy to feel on the outside, even if you know a lot of people. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think I think not going was also true to this listener. So, like, that's also, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't, you felt uncomfortable, you didn't go. Fuck yeah. Totally. Also, like, it's not, I, I, listener, tell us what happened because I'm wondering, I don't think that's, like, a deal breaker either. I think he could no. still, like, ask you out on a regular second date. Well, and, like, you're probably forcing him to grow up a little if he wasn't going to just, like, if he was going to try to slide into more of, like, not that you have to have fancy dates. I'm just saying, like, meeting friends is fucking awkward. No. Yeah. It feels very, like, college. It feels very, like, oh, my God, come to this thing. My friends are all going to be there. Like, it feels young, which maybe, I have no idea how old you are, um, listener who, lovely listener who wrote this to us. Uh, yeah. but, um, it, it feels young and kind of like immature. And like, he also might be just the type of person who's like, like chill kumbaya, like everyone's invited to everything, which I love. Like, I like mm-hmm. that vibe and I try to foster that vibe when I can of like, everybody come, I don't care who, you know, like it's like, that's a good vibe to have, but mm-hmm. it's a little weird on a second date. <laughs> that's my TLDR. Yeah. And like, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, like, if it was, like, because it would be, I was just thinking, if it was, like, you walked into the bar, he turned to his sweaty rugby men and was, like, this is her. Like, that would also be weird. 
like it has to be deliberate like when you introduce someone to your friends actually it doesn't have to be deliberate but it has to be like further in or like deliberate if it's gonna happen early yeah it has to be natural like your roommate is your friend and so they're meeting or like you're all out drunk at night actually with date 13 I think we like had had three dates and then we met up he met up with me Sarah and my friend Anna Sarah's been on the pod that's why I didn't call her my friend but she's also my friend um, out in Greenpoint one night with his friend, and that's I think good because it's the fairly fourth level. hangout. Yeah, yeah. He was just like I'm in Williamsburg. It was definitely the fourth hangout because he, I hadn't told him about the podcast still, but he definitely knew about it. Um, and I know I at the fifth date I made myself, but that was okay. Uh, yeah, it's also like we were both out. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to be like no hope at all, you know? Like, totally. I think he was just probably like doing the dude thing of like, oh, cool. Yeah. Come. I'm at a bar with people. Yeah. It's also the silver lining. I don't, I don't think you should have gone, but it's very good. Like, not, maybe you are not as deeply insecure as I am, but I'd be like, oh, he's not embarrassed of me. <laughs> not that he'd ever be embarrassed no. of our listener, but like, that's how I feel every time. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm not. The ugly duckling that you never, you only want to hide in your closet forever. That's fucking bleak, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm bleak. This is just a me problem. It's a me problem. No, I mean, I feel that way too. It's just, I I think everyone feels that way from time to time where they're just like, oh, I'm a, I don't know. I've spent half my life being like, I'm a troll. Like not partially because I, I mean, like you can see me right now and I'm like, dirty and I have no bra. There is a Neither, full no. pizza stain on this shirt from last night. This is a pizza stain shirt but I love it. That from last night that was hanging on Liza, my doorknob. You are not a troll. I wouldn't be thankful for you if you were a troll. Yeah, but you Stop can't it. you can't smell me right now. So. <laughs> well, smells are different. No, I'm actually, stinky. I think I smell fine right now. I took a shower. <laughs> I literally just checked and hit the mic so you'll all hear it. Cool. I smell okay. It's yeah. that mega babe. Yeah, the mega, mega babe is really like, nice. Oh, my God. I just smell, too. And I put it on this morning, and my armpits still smell like rose. This is not even paid or sponsored have, at this point. We just this are is not really big fans. Um, really big fans, and there's no aluminum, and my mom had breast cancer, so mm-hmm. you all should think about stuff like that, not to scare you or fear monger. Oh, shit. We are not a wellness podcast, and we're proud that we but aren't. keep Let's, your boobies safe. Boobies safe, bodies safe, bitches safe. Armpits <laughs> fresh. Um, okay. Okay. Let's read one more. Let's do another. Let's see. I like this. This is fun. I want to do mailbags every day. I know. It's really fun. (laughs) Okay. I like this one. This is also from the secret Facebook group. Okay. What do you guys do if you're talking to someone and accidentally make the conversation super boring? We were having great banter. Then I asked what he was studying and not that I'm interested in that stuff, but it's such a generic conversation to have. Uh, Oh, not that I'm sorry. Not that I'm not interested in that stuff, but it's such a generic conversation to have. How do I flip it around? Great fucking question. Because I just feel like maybe it's just me, but like I just so identify with this when you're like you're grooving, you're having a great conversation. And then all of a sudden, like you say something and you're like, well, I just really fucked up the groove of this. I feel like I do this all the time. I feel I feel like I do this all, like with the fucking amount of networking and fucking coffee chats I'm having right now. I feel like I do this all the time in a non-dating, in like a, a work dating yeah. situation. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, definitely. I feel like this is a moment where I wish we could call in Sarah Winter, who we just talk about all the time. She's basically like the honorary third host of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But 
um, Sarah Winter, who's Kimmy's friend, who's been on the podcast a couple times, who coined the term pumpkin bitches. Um, uh, I feel like something she does that I've learned from being friends with her is, like, she always has really good questions, like, in her back pocket. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's intentional or if that's just how her mind works. No, and I'm, like, never em- no, embarrassed, but, like, worried about her meeting anyone new in my life because I know she'll just, like, be really engaged with them. Totally. And I think questions are a huge part of that. She'll ask, And sometimes almost she'll ask questions where people at first like, who the fuck is this girl? Why is she asking me this? She knows me this long. Like, not really, but, like, if someone was, like, a little pussy, they'd be like, why, what, I don't get it, like, with Muffin Bird Horse or something. Yeah. But then, immediately, like, Sarah knows how to engage people um, because she's not afraid to just, like, be real and ask you real questions about your life right away. Totally. You know really I mean? real questions. Be like, are you closer to your mom or your dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do you and your very, siblings fight about? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. And she has a non-threatening personality. She's, like, fully – like, she should write a book of questions people should ask. Literally. Like, just, like, incredible questions that really get you thinking and are, like, kind of fun at the same time. Um, and uh, – but – so I think just having a question, like, if there's a lull in conversation, you can be, like, like, spring something like that on them. But then I think also, like, I don't know, for me – I think, like, I think it's fine, and I maybe overdo this, which, okay, I'm about to recommend a move that can go one of two ways. Either it can save that conversation, and it has done that for me, or it can make it way more awkward. I sometimes think that just, like, labeling it is the easiest, where you're like, well, I really made that conversation super boring, didn't I? You know, like this I, is a two drink minimum tactic, I would say. Yeah, that's actually really true. You do kind of have to have a buzz. I mean, mostly when I'm talking to people, I'm a little drunk because, so, <laughs> you know, I work from home. So, like, but uh, I mean, I think it's it's easy to be like, oh, my God, sorry, I didn't mean to ask you. But I think you can say it in a way like I think you could be like, sorry, I didn't mean to ask you the most generic question ever. I'm just really interested in that area of study or whatever. Like, I think you can. Yes, you're lightly be like, um, oh, my God, I'm sorry. You must get asked this question all the time. I'm just so curious. Like, I think you can find ways to be like, try to kind of pull it back and show that, like, even though maybe the conversation faltered, you're still really interested, even if, like, you're not necessarily. And, like, work is a huge part of everyone's life. As much as you don't want to talk about it, like, what do you do? What do you do? It was funny. Just in L.A., when everyone was here, remember we were at Bungalow, Liza? (laughs) We were at. Bungalow. You're at bungalow. I had no voice and I was shouting in date 13's ear because I was like we were talking in a corner but I couldn't really like talk and so I was like hey <laughs> was poor. he was a gem I was like, he's a gem he's a true gem a shining <laughs> he really stuck gem. with me when no one wanted to hang out with me because I couldn't talk which is like no. awkward at a fucking bar anyway no he like loves that vibe okay. but a lot of girls were like it was really weird like they were all in town from New York the girls who said this were like Everyone asks you, what do you do right away in L.A.? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a product of it being a one-industry town. But at the end of the day, like, I – and I'm totally – this is, like, business school hat. Like, it is interesting to find out what, what other people do. Totally. And, like, it's a silver lining to dating. I don't think, like – or, sorry, this was actually – she asked him what he was studying. But even that, like, it's interesting if you're asking someone about something you don't know about. And that's, like, a genuine, curious 
vibe that you can, I don't know. Totally. I used to do this on dates and I'd be like, sorry, I would literally, Liza, what you said I did, I was like, sorry, not to just like ask those questions, but I just don't know exactly like what do you actually do in a day to day? Like, what does that mean? Like, cause I wanted to know more about like totally. what that kind of investment banking hedge fund job was. Yeah. I mean, I feel like tapping into genuine curiosity is always a good move. And mm-hmm. then, um, on top of that, I think that if you ask something that's really like logistical, like, oh, what do you do? What are the, and you can feel the conversation getting a little dry, it can help to like put in, to add in an emotional component to the conversation. So I like to be like, do you, I like to say like, say we're talking about somebody's job. I'll be like, are you happy? Does it like make you happy day to day? Like, do you feel like, yeah. Or like, or it sounds then, like you love it. Do you? Totally. Like, do you love it? Like, is this like similar to what you always thought you would be or what you thought you would do? And then depending on their answer, be like, oh, well, like, what is the thing you're kind of like craving that you're not getting? Or like, oh my God, that's so great that you love it. Like, where do you want to go? Like, what are your vision? Like, stuff like that. Because <laughs> what's your hashtag what your vision? vision? <laughs> you know, man? Like, Ellie, you would crush the LA dating scene. Oh my I God. Have. But I like to like, Try to bring it back to a more like a emotional level of conversation if it gets too logistical. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of times that fails with men. I'll be totally honest. A lot of times when I do that with men, they're just like, "It's fine." What do you mean? Like, not the men yeah. I date because I I only date men who like great men talk a lot. Um, but it, it's. Uh, I just think it's, like, most people, including men, and basically when I say it fails with men, I mean sometimes with men you have to dig a little bit more because they're not as used to talking emotionally, but they all like it. Everybody likes to talk about their feelings. I don't care what anyone says. And, like, a lot of men, and again, we're talking really heteronormatively right now, but a lot of men also, I feel like, feel this pressure of, like, I felt like my, a big takeaway from the dates I went on, the 32, men often were very ready to fill the gaps and not because I was just being a fucking shrinking violet or because they were being mansplaining you know just like I think like sometimes when you have to take the lead on things historically it gets passed down so like I think I just think asking questions is so important as we talked about but also like you can dig in deeper I specifically remember this date it wasn't with date 13 um on the first date, he asked me something and it was like, again, I know we talked about it on the podcast. I can't remember specifically what the wording was, but somehow it didn't feel trite at all and it wasn't forced. It was genuine. It was like, what's that movie that you're like, such, it's such a guilty pleasure, but you always actually watch it. Not like a cool, like, and I think we talked about it on the pod. Like, it was like a Sarah Winter question, truly. Yeah. And he was like, just like a dude. And like, he wasn't, it was just fun because it's, everyone likes having like a challenging question or like, like, you don't have to be like, what, it's not like you have to be like, what Harry Potter house are you? But if it comes to that, you could be like, ooh, I feel like I'm a, like, if that shit comes up, you can go into that. Or like, yeah. I literally played Love It or Hate It with Date 13 on the second part of our first date. So we were at a bar. We had had a couple drinks. It was like snowstorm. Um, but I was like, we're going to play a game. Like, we're going to play Love It or Hate It. And this was at Johnny's bar, right? Yeah, which is so fucking hilarious because that bar holds so much romantic significance in my life with three I different know. people. I mean, it is oh my like God. my neighborhood dive bar, but it's just so fucking lols that like we went there on our that that holds romantic significance to you too now. Like literally, like the site of 
my first kiss with my first serious boyfriend. This- Our first kiss was outside of it. Damn, that's so funny. Yeah. Liza! I know. It, that bar is like filled with like sexy juju or something. Like all of my. Or drunks. It's or, filled with drunks. Or dr- it's really filled with a lot of drunks and also cockroaches. It's like a disgusting bar. It's really, really dirty. But it's very right? New York. Yeah, it's very New York. I, I love that bar a lot. It's very tiny. Um, okay. I think we nailed it. Oh, I wanted you to tell me your other. Oh, oh, oh. with Jeff, that was the site of our second kiss, which I just said was like so stress is like I think the most stressful because we had like were friends. We had like he had like told me he had feelings for me. We had like hooked up. He had like you know like we had talked about whatever. And then the second time we hung out after we'd been hanging out for months as friends, getting really close. The second time we hung out after when we hooked up was at Johnny's and I was so anxious. Like I just remember sitting at that bar, just being like, this is the fucking worst feeling. Like I hate, I was just so, I was nervous that he was going to show up and be like, Hey, like, I feel like maybe that was a mistake and we should just be friends. Like I was like, (gasps) you know, every scenario, like I was just like, this is a fucking disaster. Like, and like I had other friends, I had other friends there who were like, it just was a weird night where he was in the neighborhood and I was with some friends and, it was, like, just a bizarre set of circumstances, and obviously it was fine. And then also with, um, like, that interim guy that I dated. But that's, like, a yeah. kind of a story that's TM for the pod, so whatever. TM for the pod. TM for the TM pod. For the pod. Uh, maybe I'll tell it. If anyone asks in the secret Facebook group, I'll tell it on the secret Facebook group. But I'm TM. <laughs> turkey mailbag. Turkey. Mm. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> um. Okay, well, we should tell everyone to email us. Email us. Kiss kiss us via DMs. The emails. Hearts. 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. 51firstdatespod on Instagram. Oh my God, sorry. Jinx. No, it's fine. I think they get it. Yes. Um, uh, send keep, us your words first. Send us your questions. We talked about keep it last week. Us. Yeah, tag us and stuff. And please, please rate, subscribe, review. Please, please recommend us to your friends. Please. It really, really helps us out. Um, and we like begging. It's how. It's how everything. Yeah, works it's out. the only way we've gotten anything. It's Have just a problem? Beg about it. Pleading. Let's see what happens. Um, and yeah, we'll be back. Um, hopefully, in the next couple. Well, we'll be back next week. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm like a little drunk. I was gonna say hopefully in the next couple of weeks with Kenny, but I was like probably like next week with Kenny. We'll be back soon with Kenny. Um, we are continuing to investigate new daters. Um, we are figuring out our live our live show. We are doing lots of fun stuff. So yeah. please stay tuned. Well, and we're kind of like, if I can be honest, listeners, we're like chilling out with Kenny and then us chatting. If you hate this and you need a lady dating perspective, please tell us right away. But it's kind of like we're taking a breather till the new year about like, because we want it to feel right. So we have a couple people we're talking to who, it's also that thing, you have to go on one date and know you're going to talk about it on a podcast to see if you're actually ready for it. So we've had a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we love you guys so much and we're so happy. We, we're so thankful for you. Fucking thankful. This it year. It was just Thanksgiving. This- it was just Cyber Monday. And yeah. now it's, what is the Tuesday? It's going to be that it's Tuesday. That's after Tuesday. Cyber Monday. Um, but it, we've, this is our 62nd episode. It's just been just over a year. And uh, this podcast has made our lives so lovely. And we appreciate so much the sense of community that we have from you guys, that you guys have with each other. 
and uh, how supportive everyone is and how cool everyone is. And um, we're so lucky and grateful. And we love you and we think you should go on a date. Go on a date. A big shout out to Anthony from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.